0: I'm I'm sort of a journal article junkie. <clears throat> yeah, can you believe it? And um, I, I three articles kind of came my way this particular week that I wanted to share with you, um, because I think ultimately and these articles are missing the entire point of what should be happening, which is they should be talking about chiropractic. So here's the first article. Um, And it's, there's an article that there was a journal article in the Journal of American Medical Association recently, and it said, life expectancy for for men in the U.S. falls to 73 years, six years less than for women per study. So what's been happening is, um, since COVID, every other country in the world, well, every country in the world during COVID bottomed down a little bit in terms of life expectancy, which you kind of would imagine. But then every other country, every other major country in the world came up except for the U.S. So the U.S. has now been falling for the last three years. We were at a high of 78.8 years of total life expectancy in 2019. And now we're down to 76.1 behind other countries like Japan, Portugal, um, Korea, Britain, Italy, Turkey, and China. Um, and now also for men especially, our life expectancy dropped down to 73.2 years compared to 79.1 with women, which is almost a six-year gap. Now, that's not unusual. like it, There's always been a gap between men and women, and that's just the way it is. But I think the key thing is this quote here. It says, The decline in life expectancy in the U.S. suggests that advancements in medical treatment are no longer sufficient to counter... The ongoing public health concerns. We have a healthcare system that is very advanced in treating illness and advanced disease, but for the most part, it's not very good when it comes to preventative care. Duh! <clears throat> right? So, shouldn't this say, I, here would be a better quote Life expectancy for men in you U.S. falls to 73 years. Maybe you all should get adjusted. Right? I think you want to see our life expectancy get better, then we should have more people getting adjusted because whatever whatever they're doing like what, what happens if you catch illness after it occurs it's too late right i'm reading a book right now called outlive by a medical doctor and that's his whole point his whole point is most of the modern american healthcare is we wait for a problem and then we try to fix it well how about trying to like make that just the same way we treat our cars, right? We treat our, every, you know, several months. The, oil, the light comes on in your car. Service needed. You go in and get service. You get oil changes. You don't know if you need oil change. You just do it, right? Every three months or four months or however long it is, you get your oil changes. You go to the dentist twice a year, hopefully, to get your teeth checked. Regardless if they're hurting or not, you go anyway just to make sure your teeth are good. Why, don't we, why doesn't everybody do this for their brain and nerve system and their spinal health? I don't get it, right? So that's study number one. And then these two studies are fascinating. <clears throat> Number one from the Journal of Radiology is subconcussive head impact exposure and white matter tract changes over a single season of youth football. And what this is showing is that even in the absence of clinically diagnosed concussions, kids in youth football ages 8 to 13 are already having white matter changes. Already. Already having white matter changes. And what this article goes on to say is an increase in subconcussive head exposure, impact exposure, may have an effect on white matter integrity in youth athletes, even in the absence of diagnosed concussion. Well, then this article, Age of First Exposure to American Football and Long-Term Neuropsychiatric and Cognitive Outcomes from Translational Psychiatry, which is a nature journal, what this shows is those people who began playing football before age 12 had a two times increase odds for clinically meaningful impairments in reported behavioral regulation, apathy, and executive function, and a three times increased odds for clinically elevated depression scores. Now, I am in no way, shape, or form saying that we should stop football because then we'd have to stop hockey and stop wrestling and stop soccer and stop all that. So I'm not saying that. What I'm saying, just like with the with this life expectancy thing, what I'm saying is why aren't more people getting adjusted? Right? Why aren't more people getting adjusted? This just this past week I saw a young person who was in a car accident <clears throat> who had a major traumatic head injury and they finally got to our office after over a year's worth of other stuff that they were doing. And I was the first person, and this person has seen neurologists and orthopedists and all this other stuff. I was the first person that actually looked into her eyes. And so her eyes were not both focused in the same spot. I was the first person to do primitive reflexes on her. We were the first person to check her balance. We were the first person to check her posture. We were the first person to do all these easy, simple neurological tests. And at the end, when we did all these particular neurological tests, the mom was like, we should have been here before. And I'm like, that's okay, you're here now. Right? And to me, like... This is like the whole crux of the matter. We're not going to stop football. Nobody should stop football. But if we took care of every kid who is playing football to make sure that their cervical spine was strong, so when they took an impact instead of having a stiff neck because they're sitting on their phones all day long, that their neck was resilient and flexible and can absorb impact, maybe they wouldn't have these kind of issues. This is, especially like this one over here, The sub-concussive thing showing white matter changes already in these kids. What that means is that if this kid is in one season of playing football, ages 9 to 12, well, chances are a lot of these kids are going to be playing all through high school and maybe even into college. That's how many, that's like 10, 15 seasons of of football, right? I've had some former professional players who've told me that in their careers, they've had 50,000 hits to the head. That doesn't mean 50,000 concussions, but it means 50,000 repetitive traumas over and over and over and over and over again, right? So what this is showing is these kids are are eventually having worse behavioral issues. But the kids who are getting adjusted, maybe if we adjusted more kids, maybe we'd be able to help these kids prevent these kind of problems or lessen these kind of problems. And that's the thing that I think is so important when we look at... What I like doing with journals, I like looking at journals and making them into a chiropractic statement. So even though these are not chiropractic journals and they don't mention chiropractic anywhere there, I read these things and I say, this has relevance to chiropractic because <clears throat> life expectancy is falling in the United States and, and the, the, the doctors in the studies are saying what we're doing isn't working. You're right. But what we are doing is working, right? When you talk about chiropractic care, living a healthier lifestyle, that is working. They're saying these subconcussive episodes can change white matter. They're saying the age of first exposure might cause neuropsychiatric outcomes. But maybe if we had a course of chiropractic, like I wish we can have a, okay, let's take these kids and then randomly control kids getting adjusted and see if it's the same outcome. And do kids... I would love to see this study. Someone wants to do this study. If we have kids who play football, does their white matter change in the same degree that kids who are not getting adjusted, their white matter change? Are they having as many neuropsychiatric and cognitive outcome issues as the kids who are not getting adjusted? I would love to see a study like that. I think that would be a great study. If anybody ever wants to do something like that, let me know. I'll write the study with you. But th- this When we look at this kind of stuff, we look at these articles, this shows me where our direction needs to go, where our direction needs to go. We need to be doing, we need to be telling more people out there what it is that we do because people don't know what we do. And that's why this mama comes in a year after her daughter is in a car accident and is saying, God, I wish I was here before because we're the ones who are uncovering things that nobody else is uncovering.